0: Hello, Root of Power fan. We have got Precious Carter with us, and I suspect she is going to be so fun. She is a serial entrepreneur, speaker, teacher, trainer, edutainer, probably educates and entertains at the same time. So I can't wait for this conversation. How are you?
1: I'm good. I like that word, edutainer. I might have to take it and add it to my repertoire. I like that. I'm I stole doing- it from Angie Lee. Okay. Um, so I'll give her credit, but I was like, uh,
0: yes, we love that. So I'm gonna I like you. that. I like that. Yeah. How are you? I am good, man. I've had a good Friday.
1: Me too. I'm going to have pizza time.
0: and play dominoes after this. Oh. I know I'm going
1: to, I'm going to lay on my couch and have pizza. So, you know, sounds like a plan. <laughs> we'll now. be pizza bays, Pizza partners. <laughs> pizza base together. Right.
0: So how did you, how did you start your first business? What was your first business and what do you do now?
1: Okay, so honestly, uh, I actually had this conversation with my partner last night. My first business was doing all the kids' hair in the neighborhood in my <laughs> shack in Dayton, Ohio. Honestly, <laughs> like, I pretty much believe I was born an entrepreneur. I mean, I had the freaking ice ball stands, the lemonade stands, and then I realized I knew how to curl hair, and nobody else did. I was like eight or nine years old, and I started mm. curling hair and braiding hair. But on into adulthood, I've always been... um I've always been entrepreneurial. Um, mm-hmm. Even before I was an entrepreneur, I would always like do consulting on the side just because people thought that I knew things that I really didn't know how I knew. But fast forward into oh, wow. um, when I was in nursing school, actually, I'm an LPM by trade. And so I was in my registered nursing program and I failed a class. And when I failed that class, I was like, okay, I'll take it again. But if I fail it again, I'm going to write a book. And I failed it again. So the universe I was like, book. no, <laughs> like, like, literally, I wrote a book. And um, when I wrote that book, I-, I talked about a lot of the childhood traumas that I faced. Mm. Um, like my story is I was born in prison. So I didn't have a mom and a dad. So I spent a lot of time um, bouncing from home to home. I dealt with a lot of abuse and neglect. And I was homeless at a certain point. And as I wrote my book, I started to give some prayer points and some um, specific details on how I overcame some of the things that had happened mm-hmm. in my life that probably would have killed most people. And as a result of that, as people were reading my book, people started inboxing me and asking me questions and asking if I could help them. Yeah. And so I did that. And then um, I was like, always afraid to make the leap into full-time entrepreneurship mm-hmm. because I had a good paying job with good benefits and my wow. li- I lived my life the way that I wanted to live. But I was always feeling stuck. And I mm-hmm. actually, at a certain point, I felt like my job was getting in the way of my real life. And so it's like, yeah. okay, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so 2020, go. came, 2020 came and um, I had set a, an out date. I call it an out date because like, I was in prison. Right yeah. right? So it was like March 16th. And then March is when we started talking about this pandemic. I'm like, That's oh, I can't wild. quit my job now but I was even more miserable because I'm like, this just, no, this can't be right. Yeah. So I finally um, set a date in September and I announced it to the world on Facebook, you know, the world being my little 2000 friends. I had at the the whole world. (laughs) I announced it. And that, that night, a therapist that I know we had actually worked together and we were both in direct care. She said, I want you to be my life coach. I was like, okay, yay. First client, full-time entrepreneur. Then the next day, she was like, no, I changed my mind. I'm like, ooh, boo. She was like, no, I want you to coach for everybody in my practice. And so literally <laughs> immediately, um, I had 50 new clients, you know?
0: I'm sorry, and how many?
1: 50. Like wow. five zero. like So immediately, obviously, my sour, salary was replaced. And um, that's we how We love it that alignment. Yeah. So that's how it all started for me. And then wow. from there, it just has really blossomed. I now own three different companies that are profitable. I started my speaking and teaching and training. And so everything's going really well. And it all started with just making a decision and saying yes. So yeah. yeah. As it
0: does, right. I find that like, are you familiar with like manifestation or law of attraction? Absolutely. So once you decide something is for you, it's like the universe conspires to work for you, right? (laughs) And if you, and and the flip side, if you decide something is not for you, the universe conspires to give you what you asked for. Right. And I find that is true for so. M- it's true. It's, it's just whatever. True. It's a universal lot. Like it's I was I'm not gonna say it's true for so many people because it's true for everyone. Like when you take that step, the universe is like it's like they've, she's been waiting for you. And she's like, ah, here's here's all of those dreams that right. you're now stepping into. But like you have to decide to step into them.
1: You do. I love that for you. Yeah. One of the biggest things that I think that I start with um, every client that I work with, even like when I'm doing my live videos and doing things for free, the thing that I think that people have to get comfortable with is getting back to who you are as a person, finding that inner child, not the child that was traumatized or abused or neglected, but the child that was not afraid to dream. Like the child that was like, I want to do this and I want to do that. And Like And then really start to question yourself as to what it is that you really want and allow yourself to believe that. And the more that you believe it and get crystal, crystal clear on it, you can start to actually go towards that. Because right now I feel like we all, not we all, because many of us have broken out of the box, but Hmm. we were born into this world that has these systems in place that really kind of keep us in bondage. And they make us think that we can only go so far Um, Even if we choose to stay in corporate America as women, we have this glass ceiling that some of us can't shatter. And so we don't even try. And so because we don't try, we don't become the gift that we are to the people that need us to be who we were put on the earth to be. So we have to get really clear and allow ourselves to dream and allow Mm -hmm. ourselves to hope and quit not hoping and dreaming because you're afraid that it won't happen. You know, that holds so many of us back.
0: (sighs) I just need everyone to replay everything you just said. <laughs> like, just go back about one minute yeah. and replay it. You're so right. Like, people don't, because they get broken down, because the systems uh-huh. are in place for a reason, right? Now, then you yes. compound that with if you're a person of color, if you're female, right. if you're trans, mm-hmm. if you're gay, if you're any of the not a white man. groups. Right, right. Like, if, if you're, you're not, not a white, white dude. Like,
1: right, right. <laughs>
0: So it, this, those systems are in place for a reason, right? but it doesn't mean they can't be overcome, right? You are quite literally proof that it can. Right. So if one person can do it, and I was just talking to my last interview about how sometimes the things we go through have their, well, everything we go through has its place, right? right. But perhaps we go through hell to turn around and create a roadmap. So someone can say, I'm currently in hell and I would like to get out. And you're
1: like, "Bet, I got you. Right. I told people all the time, like you, you know how, I don't know how often you've heard this, but I've heard it and I'm sh- I'm sure many of us have heard. Who do you think you are? God's gift to the earth? And it's like, well, yeah, actually. <laughs> now I that am- you mention it. <laughs> now that you mention it, I am. And Thank I, you for recognizing really like I believe it for everybody like we are all here for a specific reason and there is mm-hmm. a specific group of people that needs us to blaze the path for them mm-hmm. to, to, to to blaze the trail for them you know yeah. to to find the path to be the trailblazer to be the pathfinder to help them get out of themselves mm-hmm. what it is that they need to get out so that they too can become the gift that they were created to be right. we each have an answer for somebody like we're here mm-hmm. for something and it's not just to Um, Even if like even a person who um, because a lot of times people think my message is strictly for people who want to be entrepreneurs, but no, because, you know, women, um, women, like I can speak for women, I can speak for black women. Right. We have all of these gifts and talents. We have the ability to take anything that you give us to multiply it, to nurture it and to make it Mm -hmm. better. But when, even when we're thinking about inside of our relationships or mm-hmm. inside of corporate America or even in our community, like there has always been this like unwritten rule that we have to stay in our place. Mm-hmm. True. We should stay in our place, but we have to recognize what our place is. We have to really understand that as like if we believe in. Um, Genesis and Adam and Eve. And we have to understand what it means to be a help. And that is a very powerful word. That means that I assist you and I am a strong tower behind you. I am a force Mm. to be reckoned with. I cover you. I protect you. I push you and you really can't move without me. Yeah. Um, I really truly believe that women have to come into the knowledge of what it is that we were here to do. We are co um, ex- we coexist on this earth. Mm-hmm. We're not beneath anybody. We're not yeah. behind anybody. But we have been tricked to believe that, and so mm-hmm. that's why I believe society doesn't move forward with truth, power, and love. Because yeah. what brings the truth, the power, and the love is so busy being um, subvert subverting mm-hmm. up under. A male that really is needing us to step up and be who it is that we are called to be, yeah. um, whether that's at work, whether that's in our relationships, when we're quiet and we don't say what it is that we see and we don't mm-hmm. speak what it is that we want to see, then we actually hinder our counterparts, whether it's other women, yeah. whether it's men or our children, because we are afraid of being rejected. But the truth of it is, is we're here to speak truth to power. We're yeah. here to break down systems that have come to put us in bondage, not only as women, but as groups of people. Like that mm-hmm. is what we're here for. We are bondage breakers. But until we get into the mindset that we're no longer going to be in bondage, right. then the world stays in bondage because we're stuck. So, And I find too, not speaking up, put yourself
0: in bondage because now it you're does. quite literally shackled by fear. Absolutely. Because what's the worst thing that happens? They leave? Oh, no. Oh. Someone who doesn't want to hear what I have to say. Oh.
1: And then the worst thing that happens is when you don't say it. When you have something to say and you don't say it. That You know, we don't say things. We don't do things for the sake of peace. But really, it's just we're afraid of conflict right. because there literally yeah. if I have something to say or if I see something is wrong or I mm-hmm. see something is unjust or I see something like someone being mistreated and I don't speak. Yeah. There is a war that goes on inside of me. Yeah. I have no peace. I can't sleep. Yeah, there's I'm no totally peace. unhappy. Lie. There's none. So it's like we have been trained to think that we're doing mm-hmm. that for peace, but we're not. We're doing it because we don't want to argue. Right. The truth of it is, is nothing changes without being challenged. There was a yeah. quote that I read that I've never known an extraordinary woman who was well behaved. So <laughs> stop being well behaved. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I find too, like, so I I work with a lot of people in boundaries work, and mm. essentially what we're talking about, right? And they always say to me because they're so sweet, they say, "Well, I don't mm-hmm. want to be mean," and I'm like. Mm-hmm well, I don't want you to be mean either. (laughs) Like That's not the point. I want you to be honest. You can speak up in a kind way. And sometimes speaking up is kind because not everybody knows what they're doing wrong, right? We're not omniscient. We all have our blind spots. So it is so much more unkind, one, to allow someone to mistreat you. First of all, no, that's not kind. But for someone... To not speak up and then they feel resentful over something the person, the other person doesn't even know what they're doing wrong. That's not kind either. So I'm like, I don't want you to be mean. I don't want you to be an asshole. That's not the point of speaking up. The point of speaking up is so you say, hey, this is good with me. This is not good with me, which is infinitely more kind than saying nothing and just going about
1: your life pissed off. Right. You know what happens when you go about your life like that, like you let you have a a problem or you don't like the way someone treats you or speaks Mm -hmm. to you, but you don't speak it. And so first off, you you are you are afraid of losing that person. So you need to deal Mm -hmm. with that spirit of rejection and abandonment that you're dealing with. But number two, eventually you are either going to blow up at them and it's going to be wrong on your behalf because you never communicated the problem that you had. Or you're just going to totally retract and end the relationship. And that's completely unfair because, as you said, sometimes people don't even know what they're doing or what they're not doing is bothersome to you because you never took the time to open up your mouth and tell them. And it's really (laughs) selfish, in all honesty. Like, it's a very prideful thing. Um, We're full of pride and we think everybody knows, and we think everybody um, should know what you know or should think what you think. But in all honesty, you have the responsibility (laughs) to be true to yourself and to be true to that relationship. Like it's your responsibility.
0: Yeah. And people don't know, right? Because what I think is normal is not everybody's normal. It's just normal to me. If I grew up in a house that speaks Spanish, well, yeah, I'm probably going to assume everybody speaks Spanish. Right. If people don't speak Spanish, I'm like, oh, damn, I don't think they're stupid. They just grew up speaking another language. And relationships are like that. And businesses are like that. You have to learn to run one business one way and another business another way. And your customers are different here and your partners are different here. And it's like learning how to communicate what you need when you need it. Absolutely. Oh, my God. life
1: saving. Absolutely. It's a it's a game changer. It's so freeing. Like when you yes. actually learn to love you, nobody's gonna accept you or love you until you accept your love mm. you. There because you you don't even you don't even allow yourself to get to know you to until you let yeah. go of the fear of human beings. Like they're just mm. other people just like you. What's the worst they can do? Okay, not like you. Maybe they even might wanna put their hands on you or yell at you or cuss at you. Yeah. So what? You're not gonna die.
0: Yeah, I mean well, you got,
1: People who, yeah. people who take sometimes it too far you do have people who take it too far sometimes you do die <laughs> <That's> yeah but <laughs> the bottom line is even yeah. even if then like um tupac said a coward dies a thousand deaths a soldier dies for mm. once i want to be a soldier let me tell you you're going to get yeah. to know me i'm going to tell you what the problems is that i'm yeah. having and i want you to tell me because i want to honor you and respect you where you are right if you're in a relationship with me i value our relationship and mm-hmm. so i want to respect the boundary of it and i want to keep our relationship safe and okay. that's what boundaries do they keep things safe
0: Mm. period we love this we love this conversation boundaries are one of my favorite things to talk about I'm like in the in the end process of developing a course right now for helping people overcome people pleasing and I'm just like Mm. boundaries with like some other things sprinkled in but like a huge obviously core tenant of that is boundaries
1: absolutely and it's
0: it's so simple Once people, like it's not, boundaries can be very, they can feel very hard to set if they're new, but anything that's new is hard, right? Right, But they're very, very simple to set. Hey, I like when you do this. I don't like when you do this. And relationships get better because like you said, people who choose to be in a relationship with you probably want it to be good. And if they don't, you're going to find out real quick. And then you did yourself a favor. Cause now right. you know their true intentions,
1: right? And right. if they ain't
0: good, we set another boundary and we say, "Oh, you can You actually can't exist anywhere near me." Right. So sorry, fuck off, like
1: deuces. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. I hope
0: Absolutely. you live your miserable life away from me because I cannot do it. So we we love boundaries. I will die on so many hills, but one of them is boundaries are self preservation.
1: Absolutely. Boundaries is like one of the things, boundaries and vision are my thing because Mm. like not only first off, do you have to, because a lot of times when people, people, please, it's because they were taught to and they think that they should, like little girls are taught to be subservient and, and please and make sure everybody's happy and well taken Uh care of. And honestly, there's no issue with that, but there has to be balance and there has to be a clear set of, um, of guidelines that yeah. you are allowed to be in my life by, right? And if you can't abide, by, and and my thing is you gotta communicate that boundary, and you have to communicate what happens if you don't yep. honor my boundary. Mm-hmm. And the hardest part for people pleasing is not the communication of the boundary and not the communication of the consequence, but then if somebody does it, the hardest the thing for people through. pleaser are following through, making mm-hmm. sure that that boundary stays in force, making sure that you're like, hey, you're you're getting close to that line, hey, you're st-. okay, yeah. You, okay. you crossed the line too, too many times. And please. I will hit you with a chainsaw. <laughs> and, and they, when you are trained to to pe- to please people mm-hmm. and when you really haven't dealt with the thing that makes you want to please people, that mm-hmm. is very difficult. It's a very difficult thing. Yeah. And, and like I the big
0: heart people. isn't, the big heart is not the problem, right? Like you want to help people. You want to make people happy. Not the issue. That you sacrifice your life your happiness, your peace, your integrity—to do it—is the problem. And you want to talk about like having to have boundaries. Welcome to entrepreneurship, because it will eat you alive.
1: Yes, it will. It
0: will eat you alive it if you will. don't. If you don't have them. So, what are the businesses that you run? So, you do the. Well, you can just tell us. What do you do? Okay.
1: So I do some uh, mentoring and consulting and coaching for business. Awesome. Um, many of my, what I found, I started off with like with, te- with helping people with anxiety and depression. Obviously they were in therapy, but what I found is like everybody had a passion and a dream that they were afraid to chase. Mm-hmm. And so actually going through that helped me to kind of tailor my program into mm-hmm. um, entrepreneurship. I teach entrepreneurship, vision and boundaries, So cool. all in one course. Um, so that's one. I have an Amazon delivery service a company that I have 50 people that work for me. And basically we, you know, we deliver packages. Um that business generates three million. Um we have the sprinters. So we have two luxury sprinters. Um one is like an eight passenger, one is a two passenger. We have an investment group. One of my partner, we have um an IV hydration lounge, um, a scrub store, and a group home in Cincinnati. So What? I think I, think I named them all. Yeah. Are the sprinters too <laughs> like Turo? Oh, we do have Turo. We thank you. We have that was yeah, Turo. Um Turo Ooh. was a, a door opener for me. Ooh. It actually helped me to start making money that I could actually like take my hands off of some things when it mm-hmm. came to because um, I used to have a full time Actually, my partners said, oh, a restaurant. I just bought the restaurant in April. So my partners and I have a restaurant. But before I was their partner, I was their um, business manager. Yeah, And um, so I was managing the investment company. I was managing the renovation company. And then as time went on, like our relationship developed into a partnership. Yeah. Um, so we have a conference. It's called the Building Wealth Conference, and we teach people how to start with Turro and Airbnb and yeah. credit and business funding, like all the things that we needed and all the things that we learned along the way mm-hmm. um, to become successful entrepreneurs. We teach that once a year at a conference. We bring in experts from all over because we don't we're not like we know stuff, but we're not experts in everything. And so we want right. people to have the opportunity to learn from experts. Okay,
0: That's I it. feel so lazy. That's it. Like I had to I like, run one business. <laughs> Sheesh. That's a lot though. Um, yeah, okay,
1: but you do a lot. What's the restaurant that you just bought? It's called JoJo Fish and Chicken. It's in Cincinnati, and it's a like a fish and chicken joint. So we sell fried chicken, fried fish, gyros. So cool. We have the best macaroni and cheese and greens in the city. Legit. Okay. absolutely we do I put my I stand behind that 100% we cannot keep up with the demand and which one is the most fun oh Amazon no I would have to say speaking like coaching and speaking because I just get to like come to a room and talk to people like pour into them like I just get to like I'm my most best self when I can just come in and like be me yeah I don't have to do anything else as everybody else is right like that's it but I, I would say aside from that i love my um psc psc unlimited is my amazon delivery company and i have um 50 of the most amazing people that work for me there and i get to coach them train them teach them mentor them and you know sometimes i go out and drive a truck and it's cool like because that's my downtime I, I go know, out
0: i didn't know amazon did that i thought they had all their own like amazon so i live in a kind of a rural area um mm-hmm. so we have like obviously like ups fedex the mail and then it's always like an amazon truck
1: right so nobody nobody who delivers packages for amazon works for amazon they work for people like me um amazon has thousands of partners probably hundreds thousands is a lie hundreds of partners across the country called delivery service partners and um we sign contracts with amazon we lease the trucks uh, the branded vehicles, and then we hire and train people, and then we we bill am- Amazon, and they pay us. Like you know, it's just just a small business. Like, um, and it's, it's a am- small like, It is, There's and it's amazing. People that generates able- three million a year. So small. It is, <laughs> but you crazy. know what? It, um, you get to help so many people like I get yeah. people and I pay my my drivers well. Um, they have great benefits and it's just I mean, a blessing because I never thought that I would be in a position like yeah. born in prison, was homeless at one point in time, didn't think I was going to graduate high school. Yeah. And now I probably have a total of 70 people working for me. And it's really wow. amazing like, to, to see that. Yeah. Literally just making a decision and following through, making a decision and getting clear that Mm -hmm. where I am is not where I want to be. And so I have to align myself with this vision that I have. And I have to partner with the Holy Spirit to get there. And literally there is nothing impossible. Nothing. If I can do it, anybody, trust me, anybody (laughs) can do it.
0: You know, something I tell myself all the time um, is a mix of like, you're not special and other people do it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not special, meaning, like, there's no reason why if other people can do something, oh, I'm so special that I can't. Like, right. everyone is special, but they're, you're not the outlier. Like, other people do it, right? You run multiple... Okay, first of all, that's amazing. <laughs> like, holy shit. You run multiple businesses that are sound like they're ethically based, that sound like you put Absolutely. people first, that sound like you're... One of your values is like investing in your people, which absolutely. as a side note, I think, I think the upcoming generation of entrepreneurs, like millennials and younger now are like really reinvesting in employees and like understanding that like owning a business is a public service quite literally. And mm-hmm. I am so excited for that. I'm like, get all these old motherfuckers out of here who are like profits over everything. Fuck you. Get out of here. Like give me these people who invest in their human beings in their heartbeats. Right. So we absolutely. just love that but other people do it. Like you do multiple things. You do it. Well, you have a good team. Like why can't other people do it? Right. Other than like, they don't believe they can, they don't have the resources currently, but you can find resources. Like all of those things are findable. And I love, 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 love interviewing people like you who do things, right? Mm -hmm. Like this podcast is free. Okay. Mm-hmm. It costs our time, but like 100%, it's always worth it for me. Like I love this. Absolutely. Shit. But people can learn, you know? And it's like, I just love hearing stories of people who are like, yeah, I'm not special. Like I just That's learned, personal. I committed to doing it. And I found people who are smarter than me.
1: Period. And people who are willing to work with you. Like you just said yeah. something that was so key a team is so Mm -hmm. important. Like um, I have the most amazing group of people around me. And I think the thing that really sets most people apart is number one, getting in the right environment. Mm -hmm. um, And then secondly, getting around the right people. It's just like a plant. It's just like a seed. I cannot plant a cactus seed in my backyard and think it's going to grow. It doesn't (laughs) have the right nutrients. It's not going to get what it needs. And so me and my entrepreneurial self, I did not thrive in any, I, well, that's a lie. I did always thrive in corporate America, but it's because I was able to use my mind and find hmm. different strategies that other people couldn't find. So but I- But how did much better are you now? America. Oh my God. It's like yeah. I am, like, I remember when I first started like full-time entrepreneurship, I had no- Time like <laughs> I literally, but I was more satisfied working twenty four hours a day than I ever was working five or six hours a day.
0: <laughs> Entrepreneurs so, are I, the only people who work a hundred hours a week to avoid working forty. And I'm like, give me the hundred hours every day. Every I week. don't care.
1: Absolutely, and um, it is so worth it. But then as you grow and you you get to the point where you understand because the struggle for me was getting help. Mm. Um, but once you understand, like um getting a team around you, getting people who are just as bought into the vision as you yeah, and letting everybody work where they want to work, letting everybody do what they want to do. You're going to take off because if I'm passionate about what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. I I can't go to sleep. I'm like, Oh, I just thought about, (laughs) Oh, you know, and I'm going to really put my time into it versus me saying, Hey, I need you to do this, Amanda. And you're like, okay, I'll do it. But I don't know. I don't really want to do it, then <laughs> yeah. that, that area is not going to grow. But when you find people, you find their talent, and you find where it is that they're going to be the most happy, and mm. you put them there, your businesses yeah. take off. I have a, a new assistant for just my speaking and my coaching. She, Nevada, Miss Morgan, you probably talked to her. She has my calendar so full. I'm like, girl, hold on. Like, did you forget to put this on my calendar? But she literally has a speaking. You told and- her to get you. <laughs> and podcasting everywhere and and she's she's asked me to do it for many years and I'm like yeah. no like I don't want you working for me I want you to follow your dream and like she's this. like that
0: is my dream I'm trying to tell it you it
1: is and I'm like oh my god I told her today like I'm so sorry I told you no <laughs> like you know like for I thought you was like persistent yeah, like for years I told her no. And then I was like, okay, fine. And yeah. I'm like, whoa, I should have said this years <laughs> ago, you know? So absolutely. So I think that's what you have to do. You have to develop a team. And you got to know, like, I she used to be one of my clients. And the main thing that I said to her over and over again, like, it's not that hard. Nothing is that hard. Quit letting your mind tell you that hard. It's not that hard. Just do it. Okay. Take one step. And then your foot is automatically going to take the next one. Like, mm-hmm. it's not that hard. Go, go.
0: Oh yeah. God. I was yeah. just telling a client this week, I said, you don't have to know the whole staircase. You don't have to see the whole staircase. You have to have your little headlamp uh hat with the just like the next staircase. That's the only thing that you need. The right. next step. Not the full thing. If you're gonna right. get there, there's a thousand ways to climb a mountain. Right. Keep fucking walking.
1: Keep going. That's how you and just don't get discouraged. Like you said earlier, like the the words that we speak and the thoughts that we think, they are Remember. going to attract what comes next to us. Mm-hmm. And so before you open up your mouth to say a negative word, mm-hmm. be quiet mm-hmm. and think about something that you can be thankful for and focus mm-hmm. on that. Come back after your mind is clear and start to ask for a strategy, ask for insight, yeah. ask for understanding, ask for information and you're going to get it. Yeah. Because in all honesty, like you are designed to, to, to succeed. You are designed to win. Like you came here with a purpose, but it's mm-hmm. the programming of this world that has made us think and do otherwise because we're so yes. inundated with negative imagery, mm-hmm. negative words, so much pressure. We're, we're on these things all day long and all you <laughs> see is negativity. And it's just like, yeah. come on, like you're wasting your time, you're wasting your talent and you're wasting your treasure. Go out there and do what you want to do. Be an impact, make an impact in the world. Yeah. Put plan let's go
0: I just need everyone to replay this episode multiple times let's like, go yes so where do people start so for you they start with
1: vision so I assume the question is what do you want what do you want, what do you want? And like literally in my programs when I, I don't I try to stay away from one-on-one clients now because mm. I am a person who gets so invested that when you don't do it I'm like why you said you wanted it I get too like you're too a liar kind of, <laughs> But yeah, like, quit lying to yourself and quit wasting my time. But um, honestly, I spend more time on that first, like, writing your vision. What is it that Mm. you want? Um, Even, like, for everything. So, like, if you say you wanted to make a coaching program, okay, what do you want me to get out of it? What do you want me to look like? Where where are you taking me from? Where are you taking me to? What what do you expect? And I want you to be so crystal clear on it that by the time you actually get to write it, it flows out of you. Because you know everything. Um so when you when you when I'm talking about the vision for your life it's it's really making your breakfast for you already do you want to wake up cuz you smell bacon or coffee or do you want to wake up cuz you smell lavender cuz you sprayed your pillow yeah. Do you want to get down on your knees immediately and pray or do you want to go to the gym to work out? Like, I want you to get so crystal clear on your vision that by the time we finish writing it out and fleshing it out and speaking it to each other and repeating it, that you believe it because yeah. it takes you that level of it. belief. Yeah. And then once you believe it, once we're done with it, I'm like, now pick one thing. Yeah. One thing and let's do that today. And we're doing that one thing consistently as we're going mm-hmm. through the coaching program and we're checking in and by the end of it, you're sold out and you just you don't really need me anymore yes. <laughs> like you know what i mean and that's the goal yeah. like the goal is to to multiply yourself into mm-hmm. other people. Um, but you don't want to multiply your negativity, right? Like, yeah. I think it's important that even we as coaches and mentors, we need coaches and mentors that help us mm-hmm. to stay into alignment because um, it's easy in this world to get caught up in all the stuff that's the BS that's going on around yeah. us. Like, and it's easy for us to go through something like in our marriage or with our children or or mm-hmm. with our businesses or our jobs that it can kind of sidetrack us or knock the wind out of us. So we all have to have someone in my opinion, to keep us grounded and to keep us Mm -hmm. focused and to like snap us back into it because like we, we got work out here to do, yeah, you know, and and we can't do it without being whole. So,
0: yeah. And then we come back to community, right? Like something Mm -hmm. that, something that I find and, and perhaps for you as well. Um, So my family is Cuban. My dad's from Cuba and Mm -hmm. my mom is from Illinois. She's very white. (laughs) And the difference in, she's very white. She's from a farm in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference, though, between growing up in a Caribbean family, like, because we, I grew up in Florida with a lot of my dad's family, my mom's family. Her, her parents lived in Florida, but really that was the only family she had down there. Mm-hmm. So we spent most of our time, family-wise, with the Cubans, who are. So community, so do anything for you. And stranger never walks into their home. They're immediately feeding you. You, of course you can stay. My house is always open for you. Whatever you need. We'll give you the shirt off your back. We'll give you the last fruit from their tree, whatever. Like everything I have is yours. It always will be. Mm -hmm. Contrasting that with like people who, are so disconnected from community and Uh the amount, like the overwhelming loneliness that they feel. So I live in North Carolina now and Uh it really took me moving to North Carolina to be exposed to people who have no, no community, even their own family is there. And you know, because I do therapy, like obviously there's, you know, a certain subset, like they tend to be very isolated anyways. But the difference in like culture and community is night and day. And it's so yeah. lonely and it's so overwhelming. And then you get in this negative space because you don't have someone to say, hey, yeah, maybe life is really bad for you right now, but I'll sit with you. Like I may not okay. be able to fix it, but I'll sit with you for a while until you're ready to get up and and then we can go and mm-hmm. or I'll help you. And so much of it, of entrepreneurship, of happiness, of hitting your goals is like, Finding your people, which you can't Absolutely. do if you're not honest, if you're not clear about who you are, because then you're always with the wrong people because energetically you're blocked. Absolutely. And so much of it is community. And I, that you spoke about it. So I know that's something you've really had to intentionally build. Like, were you always good at building community or is that something you had to learn?
1: I think that I was always good at gathering people, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the thing that you said that was so important and it kind of is like what I said, it's like the the community. So mm-hmm. there's one thing to be around just humans. Right. Yeah. Um, but if you are okay. not around the group of people that's going to feed you, I love the the way you said that your family was like there was never a stranger and they they fed you. So and you're, when you're
0: walking food, in and they're like would you like rice and beans? And you're like, right. always
1: yes. <laughs> right, always yes, yes. Please, yes. I, put it in a bowl, yeah. I'm eating it. Yes, but uh, I think it's important like to be nurtured and fed even, um, and not just from a physical yeah. standpoint, but like you have to be around people that are going to feed your mm-hmm. spirit, that are yeah. going to feed your passion, that are going to not just feed you junk, but give you what you need in order to nourish you and sustain you and push you to, um, to do what it is that you need to do. Cause Mm -hmm. I can be around people. I can like right now I can, I can pick, I have a hundred. I'm not going to tell you how many messages I have. Okay. That of of people who want to be around me, because obviously like, Um, When you're a good person and you're well-intended and you treat everyone well, people want to be around you. But you have to understand there are different types of people. And the people that you want to be around are those that are going to be on the same path as you. Not Mm -hmm. to say that you negate or you black out anyone else, but to say that your community, your base, it has to be people who are in alignment with you if you don't want to be thrown off track There's an old Mm -hmm. saying that people said uh birds of a feather flock together so if you're flocking with people that are going north for the winter i don't my phone okay you don't want to go north for the winter if you are a bird that needs warmth and so you have to be very careful with who you're giving your time and your energy to because Everybody who wants to be around you or even everybody who you want to be around, it just isn't good for you. Yeah, You just don't. You just need to attain different levels of wisdom and discernment in order Mm -hmm. to make the best choices for you.
0: You just talk and I'm just like, yes, yes, everything that you say. I actually love that phrase. So birds of a feather flock together is half of it. The second Mm -hmm. half is until the cat comes. Mm. And it's a warning about fair weather friends. So mm-hmm. exactly what you're saying. If people aren't going to call you know on that. your BS, if they're not going to actually lift you and feed you and support you, they're not your people. I've got to write that whole quote. Birds of a yeah. feather flock together until the cat comes. Until never the cat never heard comes. that
1: B clause. Yep. There's another clause.
0: one. So so I have a thing with like um, quotes that are misquoted. So the other one that I think you'll appreciate is blood is thicker than water. The whole quote is actually the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Meaning your found family. I know is so much more powerful than your chosen family.
1: Oh my God. Right. I'm writing that one too. Yeah. And the water of
0: the womb. The blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Yeah. Yeah sheesh. And it's crazy I, how you shorten it. And it means the opposite, right? And, it and means the opposite, nothing. it's like, Oh, family over everything. But like, just because someone's related to you or in your space doesn't mean that they have a strong bond and it doesn't mean that they're good for you. And it doesn't mean that you al- have to allow them in your life. Oh, that <sighs> we just love this. So, oh, Thank you. That's powerful. So if people are like precious, I I need to, I need to exchange energy with you because I want to be like the people who I exchange energy with, right? How do they find you?
1: Every, I I make it super easy to find me. You can get on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, You can Google me. I am Precious S. Carter (laughs) everywhere. Preciousscarter.com, info at Preciousscarter.com. Sorry, we love that. I have my phone on do not disturb, and somehow somebody got through anyway. But um, <laughs> just Precious S. Carter, Precious S. Carter. There is another Precious Carter. Uh, it's not me. Um, You're the one with the S. I'm the one with the S, and you can find me every. I'm um, I'm everywhere. Like you can find me. That's amazing. Um, I respond to messages. I get a lot of messages, so it takes me a while sometimes. But I respond yeah. to all of my messages personally. Um. I answer all types of questions. I give away a ton of free content mm-hmm. on social media. Um, if you want to work with me, I'm just about to reopen um, my my group coaching program. I hadn't done it for mm-hmm. a couple of years because I've been busy. Yeah, but, clearly. Um, <laughs> just because there is such a demand, um, we'll be opening that up. I was thinking July, but I'm thinking now August, because I know that once we do the conference, there'll be more people that want to join, mm-hmm. so that makes Um, sense. Yeah. But you can always find me. I have a podcast, Precious Moments Live. It's on um, all the places. Spotify, Google Stitcher. You can find me if you're looking for me. I'm here. I'm out here. (laughs) Like,
0: yeah. And everything will be linked for you as well. So this is just so good. So if people go through our episode and they suddenly get amnesia and they forget everything we talk about and they're only going to remember this one thing, what would that one thing be?
1: it's not that hard. Like whatever it is that you want, somebody else did it and it's not that hard. And I think that if you can let go of the fear of failure, um, life opens up for you. And if you can let go of the fear of people, it's a a game changer. It's a game changer. It's a game changer. I just want people to break free from their mental bondage. That's it.
0: I just need you to do, like, these lives in these, like, leather bondage outfits. Like, we just need it. Fabulous. Yeah. Thank you so much for pouring into us for the last hour. Like, you you are a gem.
1: Thank you. Thank you, you for like... having me. So glad that we connected. This was really a fun conversation, too. It was fun. And thank you for finishing quotes. Like, I literally have that thing, like, on scripture. I'm like, you don't even know what you're talking about. Like you trying to be holy and you don't even <laughs> know what it says. And that's you don't why you're even in bondage now. So yeah. I appreciate the, I appreciate you finishing those. Like that's, yeah. I'm going to like, as I'm laying on the couch, I'm going to look up those quotes and I'm gonna, like, like, that Please is do so They're called, um, I think they're called
0: mal, there's like a word for phrases that get shortened wrong. It's like a malindrome or maybe I'm thinking palindrome. There is a word for them, but there's a few other ones, too. Like, oh, curiosity killed the cat and satisfaction brought it back. Oh,
1: my gosh. I love it. So if you
0: love what you're curious about, it's totally fine. And life is good. So, yeah, there's a few of them. If you look them up, you're going to be like, damn, she knew what she was talking about.
1: I appreciate it.
0: So everyone go look them up. (laughs) Dude, thank you so much. Thank you you for
1: having me.